Governor of the Podcast. Wait. Y- y- you actually downloaded this? What the fuck is wrong with you? Episode 101. <laughs> and uh, I'm Abdullah, and this is all Governor of the Podcast. And introduce yourself. I'm Tom. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a special episode because we're going to – it's it's a special episode, guys. We're going to talk about fucking 101 Dalmatians, the series, which was a underrated classic in my honest opinion. And we're going to go through every episode individually for eight hours. Right. So now here's where the point lies. They go to the farm. <laughs> and they don't go anywhere. Just like The Walking Dead, season two. <laughs> and, and, and then you, after it, it's all over, you wonder, what the fuck did I do with my life? Nah, man, but I got I had to get that out the way because, <laughs> because episode 101, I'm gonna kick, I, 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 I would have been kicking myself if we didn't make a 101 Dalmatians joke. <laughs> yeah, no, I imagine you just be sitting there listening back and you'd be ready to be like, oh my, uh, <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. Uh, but, you know what, let, let's talk about, let's get this straight out the way. The one thing people want us to talk about the most, and people have been going crazy about this, and we gotta talk about it, dude. Powerless got cancelled. I, I know, I know, it's shocking, I know, but, it, it, you know, people lost their shit. I mean, so many people lost their shit over Powerless getting cancelled. Did they, though? <laughs> I'm I'm being sarcastic, dude. Of I, know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's, oh my god, Powerless, Christ on a bike, oh my god, where did... It, it's, it's not where did it go wrong, it was like, who thought this was actually a good idea? I feel sorry for Vanessa Hudgens. Oh my god, this is what this was. It this is like our first ever lead in a TV program ever. Yep, <laughs> and it got cancelled straight out the gate. For those that don't know what happened, it didn't, it didn't get cancelled per se. They just they just pulled it off the air without any warning, any heads up, nothing, any any confirmation, and. Pretty much, if you look at the style pattern of NBC with their show, they're pulling stuff off the air. One one show we can point to is Constantine. Look what look what happened tonight. That got pulled off the air, and well, you know. And it took and 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 I hate them the most for that because it took them what? It went off the air when twenty fourteen. Yep. And, and it didn't did, get until sixteen. And it didn't get a fucking Blu Ray release until twenty fucking sixteen. So, good job. Good job. I mean, I understand it's because of the rights and all that shit, but come on. You know, you could have at least released the entire season on DVD for uh, for the people who wanted it, but no, you just had to wait and then release it on a bare-bones fucking Blu-ray case that people, you know... I mean, it's great that we finally have the show on physical format, but still... You know, the least you could fucking do is give us at least some special features, like maybe commentary or something like that. Now, here, here, here's your just like your standard bare box D- DVD Blu-ray set. Uh, by the way, we're doing Powerless now, and uh, fuck you. Yeah, I just like you know this show was gonna be in a lot of trouble. It literally, like, literally, like, sneery, like about just under six months. Um, just before the show aired in February, at uh, the beginning of this year, 2017, the, it was reported that Ben Queen departed as the showrunner before the show started airing. Uh, and funny story, they actually aired the first pilot episode at Comic-Con, and from what I hear, it was completely different from the pilot we got. Apparently, they had nothing of the Bruce Wayne stuff and Wayne tech and everything like that. It was only after when they showed the pilot... They said, okay, you need to cram shitload of Batman stuff into it because, you know, people can relate to Batman. Even though we're not going to see Bruce Wayne, we're not going to get anything from Batman. Only his company name and uh, a dickhead of a cousin. And I know, and, and it's like, okay, I mean, you, you can tell because, I mean, when I watched the pilot and we talked about the pilot on the show, you can go back and listen to that episode. Um, we talked about how weird it felt. 
Like, because I was like, I mean, the pacing feels off, and then, oh, okay, this was completely reshot. Yeah. And it was on the fly, and uh, looking at it now, and looking at the the behind-the-scenes drama that was going on at the time, I don't blame the the showrunner for quitting. I really don't. No, Because... Because what what happened was basically NBC had a fucking pilot for what was it an insurance company that handled like superheroes, yeah, and then like that... and then DC came along, and then they said uh, we like this idea, but we'll we'll can can you add in more? Can you put put our name on it? You know, make it make it be be set in the DC universe, and you know, name drop a couple of superheroes and add in references to our characters. Yeah. And it just didn't fucking work. No, it's like, it, that concept alone, without all the whole DC stuff, it was just like a, a insurance company that deal with superheroes and stuff like that, and supervillains and attacks, stuff like that. That would have been really, really clever. Like, you can do such a parody and portrayal of modern day superhero film and past superhero films and TV shows, or current stuff going on superheroes, you know? You could have parried that really, really well if you had the correct writing, the correct team to work on this, good actors and so on. And the only thing is, this show had a, not a bad lineup, actually. I, when you look at the cast, they're all respectable, done good stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think to me the two highlights of the show were Vanessa Hudgens and Alan, Alan Tundrick. They were the two best... Oh, yeah. two, they were the two best actors in the entire fucking thing. And... It's a shame. It really is because I love I love Alan Tundrick. I think he's very talented. He's a great voice actor, fantastic actor, great comedian. Um, and it's a shame to see him waste his talent on on this. Yeah, I just I just feel like they basically they had a season plan out, and like you said, I think Warner Brothers and DC stepped in. They wanted a reason why this show got made because at the time I don't know if it's still happening now. But Marvel Studio, Marvel Entertainment said they were going to make um, wreck, um, damage control as a TV show, you know? But that never happened. It, ne- it never happened. But I think this was to combat that, if that ever did happen. But unfortunately, that didn't get off the ground, damage control. And this, unfortunately, did. <laughs> oh, and And it's sad because even with the DC license, all they could do was just name drop. They couldn't yeah. actually show any DC characters. Oh, God, no. Because, again, copyright bullshit. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, I remember, was it in the first episode when they were talking about, um, the, oh, God, Joker. Was it? the Joker, literally, all we got to see of him was someone being dragged out, a massive cloak under the hand, all you see is their hands and handcuffs and their feet, um, their legs, and that's it, in a purple suit. Yep. Can you say we can't show anything related to Batman characters because Fox owns the TV rights? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it was like, uh, why? why? Why even bother doing the whole Wayne Tech? I don't know, maybe if you go do a company route, I don't know, you can't use Green Arrow because, well, you can't use Queen and Tate. You can't use Star Labs because that's, yeah. Pretty much, what can you use? I don't know, maybe Chess, was it? Um, Checkmate or something like that from DC, maybe? I if that's tied into anything, I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not a big the, DC, but, um, but you know, uh, Checkmate is is kind of a uh, no. They can't because that's Max Lord, and Max Lord, uh, you know, will probably it's Supergirl. Oh god, yeah, yeah he'll probably be a, a villain sometime in in that universe. So, um, pretty much what I'm getting at. All the best companies have been taken by other shows. This is, and and again, like, why would you trust NBC with fuck with the DC license? They dropped the ball fucking hard with Constantine. They really did. I'm sorry. I will not let that go. Because Constantine was a, was a show that, you know, while it wasn't perfect, showed a lot of potential. And had it gone for at least two two or three more seasons, it would have been one of the best uh, fucking uh, television shows we would have gotten from based on a comic book. Oh, God. It, it would have. Because the guy's Because Matt Ryan is, is fucking Constantine. He really is. He is that fucking character. He is, you know, he he is, um... Constantine. Yeah, he is. I mean, just like Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, just like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, he, you know, Matt Ryan is Constantine. And it's such a shame that, 
Uh, we'll never get to see a lot more of his Constantine in the future. The best we're gonna get now is is voiceover, is voiceover, and maybe a cameo here or there. In well, I mean, they did, have a, they did have a term up in was it? Great arrow. Um, arrow, and be fair, you want to have him on a show, just put him on. Um, if the actor's free, you can put him on like half a season run of um, all turn up. Yeah, Legends. That's probably the best place to do it. And and it's and it's it's kind of sad because like looking at, at at what DC's doing with like the Arrowverse and stuff like that, it's very fucking amazing that they actually managed to pull off a a, a, a shared universe in television when Marvel fucking couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like it's over exaggeration, and I think they're just trying to throw out ideas now. And I think a lot of them not sticking unless you do have have a really really good solid thing behind it now because i think the thing with superhero properties in general now we as an audience and general audience now expect such more higher quality from from that genre now because i mean how well marvel studios have done over the years with their property on film and television with marvel entertainment you know and and, and think back to fox has done something good with the tv thing legion legion is fucking amazing yeah, that's what I mean. It, it's one of the it's one of these things. Like when Fox can do something right, that's like, what the hell's going on here? You know, it's amazing because it's the ballsiest fucking show. It's like, yeah, superhero show. No, fuck that art house bullshit. Yes, <laughs> it was up in your face, and each each week each week you watch an episode you just you're just sitting there where what the fuck did i just watch and then the best thing about it is that you it keeps you engaged and keep you watching and watching and watching and i think it's better the second time running because once all the episodes are out everything like that you watch it if you binge that show it's so much better you know that's just my personal opinion on yeah, it yeah that's you know? that's why i told, well, that's why i told everyone just wait until you binge watch the entire show because this is a show that you kind of need to repeat viewings cuz yeah because it's 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 basically what would happen if David Lynch was asked to to do like a superhero show. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> it, it's a mind fuck, and it's and it's great. It's great stuff, and I can't wait for next season. Next season is going to be insane. Yeah. Again, like I said, I think they've been knocking it out of the part at the moment with with their properties. At the moment, it's like some superhero shows have just been knocking at the part left, right, and center, yeah, and, and some of them, you just sit down, and you're like, okay, this is cool, this is cool, I like this, I like that, you, you know. I mean, and think, of, and, and what I wanted to say is, like, think about where we were, like, uh, back in the 2000s, like, the 2000s, the only show we had was a superhero show was Smallville, that was all oh, we had. <laughs> oh, God, and my mate recently rewatched Smallville, and he's, he's basically watched from season one to two in the last... Two, two and a half months, give or take, right? And uh, he messaged me after watching the final episode, literally like a few days ago, and he, he just said to me, went, yeah, mate. I went, what? Because I seen the final episode in the small boat. He said, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I was just like, what, you mean the whole thing dark? So, yeah. And Lex, yeah. He doesn't even wear the fucking suit. And I'm like, I know, right, man? <laughs> Wait, do all that fucking time? He doesn't even fucking wear it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and that show went on for 11 goddamn seasons. Was this 11 or 10? I can't remember. I think it was, was it? like either 11 or 10. I can't be bothered to yeah. look it up. <laughs> Cause, but, but, but point is, like, back then, that was all we had. But nowadays, we have, like, so much, you know, superhero TV shows. It's insane. And <laughs> And again, the problem with Powerless is that I mean, I, I I don't hate it for trying something new. I hate it because it's just unfunny garbage. It's a fucking yeah. it's a fucking workplace sitcom with superhero references thrown in there. It's pretty much the equivalent of a baddie written written friends with superhero references thrown into it. Oh God! It, yeah, it really is because it's like, oh, it's hard to explain because I. I really do feel bad for Vanessa Hudgens. I really do because I think I mean she's not a bad actress. Right. I, I mean she's she, she you know she's she's not the best actress ever, but you know she's good at you know she's good at her role in the show, which is you know basically the the perky you know do gooder uh, chick who's who's new in town, 
and she plays the role really well. But the problem is, it's like that. That's she's she's given she's not given anything funny to do. Yeah. But yeah, you know, good riddance, and I doubt that they're going to air the fucking rest of the episodes. No, I I think they're going to sit on it for a little while, and then when they get the rights to show it on DVD or digital download on iTunes or whatever happens, yeah, you're going to see it then. Yep. I mean, I just hope that uh, Venice Hudgens bounces back and finds another project, because... this sucks. Yeah. This sucks. Like, I mean, the other yeah. actors they they have other projects going on, but her <coughs> she's the only one that um, <laughs> she was the only one yeah. that was banking on this. So that's yeah, it sucks. For, it sucks to be her. Yeah. Should we talk about that bit of news I've just sent you? Or um, what is this? Uh, he just sent me this. Do, yeah, do, 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 do. it just up my media feed. I think it'd be kind of interesting to talk about it. Just it. Oh, uh, Ridley Scott, the man who is giving us Blade. Is he, is he doing Blade Runner 2? Is that someone else? I think he's No, he's producing. It. He's producing it and he's directing the alien film that's coming out in, in UK, literally in a week's time. And um, also he's just came out saying um, Neil Blomkamp's version of Alien is never going to come out now. You see, I mean, I, look, I'm all for creative freedom, I'm all, and I'm all for uh, directors like who, who you know, uh, owning their creations. But fucking Ridley Scott needs to step down from this goddamn franchise. He's he, he's lost his goddamn mind. What I mean, I'll give him credit. The Martian was a good film, but the problem is, is that that was a good film that he did out of many films that came before it that were not so good. Oh, Robin Hood? That was a oh, wonderful flop. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you mean the um, remake of Saving Private Ryan and Gladiator? <laughs> He's an outlaw! <laughs> <laughs> well, that film was so fucking forgetful. But again, credit for Kurt Russell. Keep going back and working with him, though. I just... I mean, here, I... I... God, I'm, I'm going to go on a fucking rant about Prometheus because I fucking hate that movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, it, it that Prometheus it, ship is in the new Alien trailer. You know that, right? I know. It's like, oh, I wanna. I here's the thing that really pisses me off the most about this goddamn Alien movie. It's like you're only calling it Alien and adding in xenomorphs because we know more people are gonna see it that way. Cause fuck, because uh, f- fuck, um, <coughs> releasing movies with like with uh, mysterious titles and and actually. Um, getting people to see your product not based on brand recognition. Fuck that shit. I just... I mean, what the fuck is going on, even? What is going on? Yeah, this this, is what what he said. Apparently, because he was in an interview back in May, not long ago, the start of May, um, they asked him, right, what's going on with the project? And he's surely probably... Fox didn't want to do it, and this is word the word what he said. There wasn't a script. It was an idea that evolved from, I believe, a 10-page pitch, and I I was meant to be the producer on that, and it didn't evolve. Fox decided they didn't want to do it, and that was it. Okay. That was the, the the gist of it, and I remember this blew up when this came out a few days ago. This blew up on the internet. Everyone wanted to see someone else do do aliens because you remember when aliens aliens came out. You remember when James Gunn did it. Everyone went nuts for it afterwards. You know. I mean, because because the thing, look, here's the, I mean, regardless about how you feel about Cameron, and Lord knows I I, I have a lot to say about that fucker, but. Um, Cameron at least looked at the original Alien and said, I'm not going to do what Ridley Scott did. I want to do my own thing. Yeah. And he, and he did. And I like that. That's what the franchise, that what, that's what the franchise should be. Hell, even Alien 3. Alien 3 grew on me in the last couple of years. Cause at least David Fincher did his own thing with that fucking movie. He got screwed by the studio badly, but you know, he did, he still did his own thing. But. <laughs> This is just yeah. stop relying on these old fossils to, to 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 keep trying to make the same movie they they made like seventy years ago. Just stop. I know there's a thing called nostalgia, but at the same time, you need to give someone else a chance to actually make this film. And Alien is a 
is a huge, huge property, you know? And I think that, again, the first one Ridley Scott did, masterpiece, brilliant film, beautiful film, and it's it's sort of invented the sci-fi horror genre. And again, um, Aliens, again, that sort of elevated the sci-fi action film, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, the problem with the Aliens franchise is, like, outside the first two movies, nothing that came after that has been really good. So, it's it's kind of... And I kind of see what they're doing now. It's like, okay, Prometheus didn't work as a prequel, so we're just gonna... You know what they're gonna fucking do. I, I, I can... I'm calling it right now. This is a goddamn soft reboot. It is. It is. It, yeah, I it, think it, it is. is. It is. Because they wouldn't be showing those goddamn xenomorphs in the trailer if this wasn't some sort of fucking soft reboot. Yeah. And to be fair, those xenomorphs in the trailer don't look too good either. They look okay, but, you know... <laughs> it's better than the piece of shit we got at the end of Prometheus, I'll tell you that right yeah. now. That would mean Neil Blomkamp has been screwed over for films when you think when you look at his film resume for feature films because he was supposed to direct that um, Halo film that was supposed to come out with by Twin Fox. Yeah, but that never happened. Yeah, because Fox dropped it, and I think they didn't want to pay for the rights fully. And um, yeah, and, and doesn't mean he Neil Blomkamp is not a bad director. Again, his best film feature film is still District 9. Um, Elysium and Chibi, well, they're a bit potential, but they're fun enough films to watch. But it, he, the man can do sci-fi, no doubt. And I think he, if you give him I a mean, big I, I think, project, he will do great, great stuff with I it. Mean, I mean, my, my, my personal opinion about Blumkiff is like, I see a lot of potential in the dude, but he has still yet to really, really find his voice in terms of filmmaking. Yeah. Again, I think it was just because um, District 9 was so good and then everyone expected his film to be much better afterwards. And, you know, like I said, I think he hasn't found his voice yet in that sense. But I think sci-fi is his genre, though. I think that's his strong point. But maybe maybe if he comes out of that genre and does something else that's not sci-fi, you know, he might find his voice a bit better. I mean, even, like, the even, even the concept art he released of, like, Ripley wearing an, a xenomorph as, as armor, I thought that was pretty cool. I'm like, hey... Yeah. That's a that new was con- in the temp- that was in the pitch. I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like that's a cool concept. That is new. That is something we haven't seen before. What do you mean we're not going to be doing that? Soft reboot. Fuck you, then. <laughs> yeah, it, it, because I think they are desperate to get this film out. Because again, this film has barely any advertising around where I live. I think I've seen one billboard with the thing on. I've seen no TV spots. I've seen no adverts pop up on youtube i've seen that you you want to know one one bit of advertising i seen for this film oh, the when four, i went the, to the four minute prequel they released oh no no I, I didn't know there was a fucking prequel to give you that much of an idea um this is gonna make you laugh i went to a preview showing of galaxy 2 right and they give away posters they were giving away the galaxy posters Apparently Fox had a deal with the Odeon licenses um, around the UK. Basically, he said, oh, can you promote our film at the same time when Guardian come out and sell our shit? So basically, they gave away the Alien poster at the same time you went to see Guardian of the Galaxy. So you got Alien poster and then you got a Guardian poster. I mean, if you're going to give me an Alien poster, can it be the original Alien, please? That was a cool poster. Oh, with the egg hatching. Yeah. No, it, it literally the the one I got was um, it just like a humor and surrounded by different xenomorphs and stuff like that. That's pretty much it. Oh, I mean generic Photoshop poster because we can't be bothered to hire fucking artists anymore. Yep, that one. <laughs> also, while we're on the subject of Ridley Scott, Blade Runner two, <laughs> fuck that movie. Oh, fuck I saw the trailer. Fuck it. You you know what annoys me about that? It's the fact that one, no one has asked for this. Two, the first one is a classic, iconic film in science fiction cinema. To give you an example, but, to give you an example of how classic this fucking movie is, 
Ridley Scott has been re-releasing that goddamn movie because to this day, he's like, I wanted to be perfect. I wanted to be perfect. The studio screwed me on the, on the original cut, but I can yeah. make it better, goddammit, because I know it can be perfect. And, you know, the Ultimate Edition that they released on Blu-ray a couple of years ago, that's the, that's the version you should be watching if you want to yeah, watch that- Blade Runner. I saw that at the, um, we got it in the cinema in central London, um, not far. And, um, I went there and watched the ultimate cut on the anniversary. Oh my God. That was gorgeous to see on the big screen, that ultimate cut of the film on the big screen. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful movie. It's one of my favorite movies. It's, it's hard sci-fi and and we don't get hard sci-fi anymore. And I fucking hate that the fact that we're getting this piece of shit sequel that, that has a younger actor and Harrison Ford once again slumming it. Yeah, I I mean, I think I told you this multiple times, but um, for anyone listening, um, Blade Runner is my favorite film of all time, and I don't care what anyone says. It is my favorite film of all time, and I love that film. I can watch that film. I can turn it on at any time and watch it and watch it from start to finish, and I, I, I adore that film. And I remember when they said they're making a sequel. I thought, oh, Jesus Christ, don't do it. And then the thing that pissed me off more about it, because the original film is based off a book, and it was called Can... What is it? Uh, do, do, do Androids Dream of Electronic Sheep. Yeah, Electronic Sheep. There's a, se- there's a sequel to that book. And when they said, oh, no, it's an original story, I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. They're uh, not even going to bother to try to adapt the sequel book. I mean, if you want to see a good Philip K. Dick adaptation, watch Amazon's The Man in the High Castle series. Yeah, that's probably the best one, yeah. I mean, that's the, the best recent adaptation of his work. And I mean, yeah. the, the second best adaptation of his work, of course, being obviously Blade Runner. Yeah, and it, it annoys me because it's just like, there's a sequel to, to this book, you, to this film. There's a book based on it. You can easily adapt parts from it. Yeah, sure, you can't do... Beat to beat because it's been way too long, but you can take examples from it and do it, you know. And I just, it's like, is it, the whole the whole thing is that is 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 Rick going to be a red boy? Yeah, more than likely. Yeah, I'm calling it right now. Uh, Richter's a replicant. Yeah, he's a replicant. That gone rogue, and he basically just slowly going insane, and that's why. And I, I, I'm gonna fucking hate that film. And the thing that pissed me off about the trailer, trying the trailer trying to recreate the shots that really Scott made, but it feels empty. There's like no substance to it, or no energy, or no art to it, and it really annoys me. It's just like, okay, you just got this wide shot, this weird music here, these bright lights here, because it was in the original. You know, it's like, I, I get it, you're homaging the original film, but do something original with it, you know? It Change it. Change the formula a little bit, you know? It's it's the wink-wink, nod-nod syndrome. It's like, hey, remember this from the original movie? Yeah, it, yeah. it worked It worked great in, in the movie, in the original movie, but I want something fucking new. Yeah, you know, it's like, again, I still think one of the most beautiful scenes in that film is the bit when he's shaping that Rebloid, uh, the model one, the, the stripper one, and basically she, she, he's shooting her through the glass and everything, and she oh, sees her slow... Oh, that, that, that is just beautiful. Yeah, that's one of the best sequences in that film, hands down. And I just got a really bad feeling they're going to try to recreate this, recreate or something similar to that in the, in this film, you know? I mean, even... it. To give you an idea of how shit, how shameless this fucking movie is, Ryan Gosling's character dresses like Deckard. Even it's like, come the fuck on. It's. I I think it's just gonna bomb. I think it's it's going to make some money at the box office. I think it is going to bomb hard. No one wants it. It's been far too long. The original is just a standalone masterpiece, and I just feel that they're trying to capitalize on nostalgia. And I think the reason why they're doing this because Harrison Ford has recently got a lot more popular in the media again because of Star Wars, and I think that's the reason why they've done it. You know, it's like we didn't learn anything from Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, so who cares? <laughs> Have you heard they're making a se- They're trying to make a sequel again now. Oh, I know Disney's been trying to shit out a new indie indie movie for quite a while now. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I I think at this point I think um, 
there's a few people that are trying to get this film dispatched and I think they're just trying to bank on this to make money and I don't I think they they're trying to aim too high with this you know with 2049 it's not going to make its money 100% I think it's going to flop hard it's 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 just not it's like it's like it's like my main problem with the remake of RoboCop it's like you're remaking a classic movie that didn't need to be remade, and you did nothing with it. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, and, and the remake of RoboCop is just mediocre. It's not terrible, it's just mediocre. And that's his biggest problem. It shouldn't be fucking mediocre. It, you know, if you're gonna remake fucking RoboCop, you better do something with the goddamn fucking, with the fucking, uh, uh, franchise. Don't, don't just, just make a fucking mediocre movie. Make a good, make a great movie, you know. Yeah. I just, I, just... <sighs> I mean, it's Warner. I mean, it's Warner Brothers that who actually made this, and I think I got a weird feeling they're trying to pour anything up their library they own so they can make money off to fund all the superhero films they're trying to make. So basically, they're pulling a Sony with Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly, God, I think that. I think they're trying to, trying to justify making because again, they haven't released the official budget for this. But I got a feeling it's not going to be a big budget. This film, I think it's going to be on the low cost. They're expecting to make this on the low cost, and just hope that word of mouth and nostalgia will get this film out there with the word of mouth, and people will talk about it on the internet and. Um, it's one of the, I would say, one of the highest cult films out there. Like people have heard about this film, um, well, and no, I think I, I, no, nobody hasn't heard of Blade Runner, dude. Come yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know, but again, there's some people who haven't. But again, it's it's one of those films like if you're over a certain age, you will definitely have heard heard of it. You know, or I mean, they, 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 least... I mean it's two movies. The two movies. If you go to any, if you go to film school. The two movies that are going to be brought up to you the most are Blade Runner and The Fucking Godfather. Yeah. Those are oh, the God. two movies that are going to be constantly going to be brought up to you. Because those, yeah. those movies are classics. Those movies are masterpieces. And I still can't believe that there are people out there who haven't seen The Godfather. <laughs> Come on. I know. Well, again, I've I, I, I got a friend who thinks Godfather is the most, one of the most overrated films of all time. Well, that is uh, his, that, uh, no, that is his opinion, but that is yeah. His shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to mention who it is, but again, that's his opinion. When um, I honestly disagree with him, his opinion. That's just my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, fuck this nostalgia pandering bullshit. And speaking of nostalgia, let's let's talk about the the thing you want us to to talk about the most. Let's let's just get this over with. Samurai Jack. Hooray! Where to start? Um, episode seven, because considering that we missed last week. Yeah, I was doing an interview last week. Um, it was rushed. <laughs> it was rushed. I, it, I will admit they were rushed, but my god, that action sequence was amazing, though, and the bit inside his inner thoughts and stuff like that. I think that was very well done. There was bits in the episode that were done wrong, but I will agree, yes, there is segments in it that was rushed. Again, like the one bit I thought was rushed majorly in that episode was the whole conflict between um with um Aki and his her mother. That sh- that moment should have been like towards the end. Not yeah. like not not like in a fucking filler. Not like in the in not in the seventh episode, Gendy. God damn it. I think he pulled the trigger way too early on it. Again, I think it wasn't done badly, but I think they should have wait until the next episode or episode nine at least. It just—it didn't feel like it's—it it's, was this epic fight. It was just like she was just another villain of the week, and that's. This is my biggest problem with season five so far. While the character journey is great, and Aku is still great, and the and the Scotsman's great. Too many reliance on the villain of the week. Yeah. Too many reliance. I mean, we got what? Scaramouche, the Dominator, the Omen, the guy yeah. we're going to get to in the next episode, and Ashy's mom. That's five villains in, in one season. Yeah. Good lord. Like, I, I don't mind Samurai Jack um, 
fighting villains and stuff like that because again that's what he did in the original show but again I think that kind of like okay we get it he's he's going on to something he's going to fight a villain but that's when the original season one till four um, was more um, standalone episode driven this is more story driven this season you know to try to wrap it all up and it's and that's why it's more that's why it's more glaring because they introduce these characters and like the omen that from a couple episodes ago ashy's mom gets defeated way too fucking easily oh god yeah she gets a bit again it's a cool little fight actually her mom have and stuff like that but again it's just like she gets an hour thrown in her back and falls off a cliff yeah i know okay like come on i would have expected ashy's mom to beat the fucking shit out of her but no, we didn't get that. <laughs> no. It was a very rushed episode. It, it, but it has some really good moments in it. I thought the bit with him when he's inside his head talking to the monk, I think I still say that that's one of the coolest bit is when he's fighting his, um, not physically fighting his inner demons, but confronting his inner demon, finally accepting what he's done and how things are at the moment and him basically saying, no, I have gone down the wrong path. I need to change. You are the problem. Get out of my head, you know? And it's it's a great callback to Mad Jack because, you know. Oh, good, yeah. Because, again, in the episode Mad Jack, he, he conquers his anger. And, and, and after 50 years, he let his anger get the best of him. And that's, yeah. where, that's where he is now. And we get to see Ra. Uh, God, what was it? Ra Odin. I, I forget the third guy guy's name, but we get to see. We get to see the three gods again, and which is a great yeah. um, callback. Callback to Birth of Evil. Yeah, I I think that was a very very cool moment. We get to see the three gods again. They say you are worthy again, and basically the sword drops from the heavens, sort of thing, and he reclaims his sword. You know, and he gets his classic look back. Yeah, he he has more of a square chin jaw jawline now. I notice, but again, I, I I'm fine with it. And um, I I just I just love the first words that Ashley said to me. Went, oh wow, you've had a haircut and a shave, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I think the problem is like it's just way too rushed. It's like okay, we get they get to that to that place where he lost the sword way too easily. It's like oh, there's a bird. We we just ha- happened to take us there. Okay. We get a we get a giant bird that happens to take them there. Jack finds out. Oh, I didn't lose the sword. The sword the sword left me, and he has to go on a spiritual journey, which should have been fucking obvious to him, considering he's a goddamn samurai and they live by the code of honor and all that shit. But whatever. <laughs> Again, I've, the uh, the my excuse for that the anger enraged him so much he was blinded <laughs> by it. <laughs> Oh, that's me preaching. That, that's me looking at the pie in the sky moment. But that, I, I think that was what they were going for. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, it, it did show him being a little bit more aggressive in the first episode with him not not helping the village and and him, you know, having you know fighting with his guilt by not helping that village and letting all these people die and all that shit. I mean, I yeah, yeah I, can, I can get, I can, I can see that. But still, it's like you know, I kind of would have liked it if he had just said he had to go on a spiritual journey first and foremost before, you know, wasting his time trying to look for the sword. But that's just me. That's I think weird. that could have, I think, I think that could have been handled a little bit better, but I think that's the perfect way. I, I think that was the right way to go, but I think it just wasn't told as properly, better as it should have been, you know? Yeah. Also, my, my biggest gripe with this episode is like the animation is just not very good compared to the rest of the season. It's a little bit dodgy in places, I will admit that, but I, I, I think you can tell when they put all their focus inside Jack's inner head and stuff like that. That's where yeah, the animation yeah, that's, that's, like. Yeah, I mean, that's where it was its best, but the opening with Aku was pretty terrible. Yeah, I think they were trying to recapture the old style a little bit in that flashback. But again, I, I it was weird seeing Jack getting so angry and basically just losing it. In that sort of way. <laughs> it was bizarre. I wasn't expecting it. But again, I just love how Oku just mocked it. Wow, calm down, Samurai. You might need to talk to someone about that. And it's kind of ironic because that's how Oku ends up later on in 50 years. That he's talking to himself trying to get over it. <laughs> but again, that, that's, that's karma, I would say. 
Also, it's, it's the first time ever we actually tried to see uh, Aku try to kill try to kill uh, Jack by stressing him to death. <laughs> yeah, and also as well, I, I like the callback. The portal that Jack jumps through is the original black and white portal. Yeah. From the... <laughs> uh, well, okay, that that's a nice callback. At least they like saying, "Oh yeah, there's a portal, same colors," you know. Yeah. And it's getting, and we get a funny moment where him jumping back and he's happy, and then he's just Aku's arm just grabbing him. Yeah. I just love Aku when say, I've been waiting here for so long for you to get here. And he's just like, he, it's like he knew where the last portal is. He's just like, well, I'm just going to wait here and just, just you know, mess <laughs> with, with him. But, I mean, no, I mean, it's not a bad episode. I just think it's very rushed. But let's let's talk about the episode everyone wants us to talk about because the internet won't shut up about this one. I will, okay, before we get into the Bank Chick about well thing, um... I think the whole episode is a homage to um, science fiction. That's my personal opinion. You can't tell me that giant black spaceship does not like look like the giant monolith. Was, monolith, yeah, from from Space Odyssey. Come on, yeah. <laughs> and then when you get inside the actual ship, the whole the whole thing was an alien power. Like, I kind of we just talked about alien, but you know, alien homage with the, with the alien following him for the vents and through the ceiling, stuff like that, and you, you know, dark corners and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna start out with the best thing about this episode, and that What's is that? Zoidberg. <laughs> <laughs> Zorb, any, every every time I hear Zoidberg's voice, just Ah, oh, it makes me it makes me feel great. <laughs> props did he to always Woolworths, didn't he? Yeah, props to yeah. Gendy for getting Billy West to come back to come to the show and do his, his Zoidberg voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was the wall. I, I just love the fact that he basically eats a bit of sushi and then basically turns his head into a fish. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, that was funny. That was good. I, I like that. Have you seen the edit someone did of that with the Finding Nemo poster? <laughs> it says finding, yes. finding a fucking time portal. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I see. Have, have you seen the the one that made a parody for that one? Said the six year old virgin, and it just got Jack's face photoshopped over Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> Again, I, I I love the memes that are coming out that being created because of this show, um, this new season of Samurai Jack. I fucking love it. Um, I just, again, also even the fight sequence with all the green tiger people inside the um, the um, giant, again, the village, that whole Arabian city, that's a callback to two episodes from the first season, if I'm not, not mistaken, right? Yeah, with the one where Aku tricks him as a woman. Yeah, and again, when they're riding through the desert and stuff like that with all the tiger people in it, I thought it was kind of cool. They all had letters on it, and then Jack said, I think, it just like, it zooms out and it said, kill the samurai. Yeah, die samurai Jack. <laughs> yeah, die samurai Jack. Oh, okay, and a, and a lot of people edited the, edited them to, ma- to make them say something yes. else. <laughs> oh, I love those. I, I love those. I, I think there's a... <laughs> I, I wonder if Gendy just sitting at home and thought, right, what can I make meme worthy out of this week's episode? <laughs> I love the one where it's it's them sitting on on the on the thing and and the, and it's and it's written, she wants the dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this uh, this whole entire episode is pretty much them flirting with each other and Jack. You know, I I, I thought I thought it was cute. You know, as I, I called it and it happened. I, I think my biggest problem with this episode is well, basically it's filler. It really is. Oh, it's it's the worst kind of filler. But eh. what do you mean? It's an alien parasite, and then they're basically just joke. It's a character. It's a character development episode that was filler, and I just I just wish it wasn't filler. It was cool seeing the homages, all the sci-fi classic stuff with the parasites and all the thing like that. And I, I think that's cool. That's really neat and all that sort of stuff. But again, at the same time, it's like, I I, I want to see him get to Aku now, you know, I want to see that battle now. I, 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 I think, I think it shouldn't, have, it, I think it shouldn't have been placed as, as the eighth episode. It should have been like earlier. If it was like the seventh or sixth episode, I would have been fine with that. But 
Yeah. You know, but but like we only we're only two episodes away for God's sakes. I mean, come on, it just it kills the fucking to- it kills the pacing. I think like again, the one thing that came out of it they established that basically Ashy and Jack are more than just friends now, and I think that's you because you remember Gendy was just talking about. Like, it's going to be a bittersweet end. I think Ashley's going to die. I think they're going to kill her. Oh, off. it's so fucking obvious it, at this point. After this, this, this episode, you're like, yep, everyone's like her now officially. She's going to get killed. Well, I mean, the people who don't want to see them together are raging their asses off, but I'm not, I'm not talking about that because that is just a well, discussion for another time. Well, again, that's Samurai Go, that sweet booty. <laughs> He did. He did. And also, I just find it funny that Jack basically was blushing so much and was so embarrassed to seeing her naked. I thought that was funny. Well, because considering he's a fu- he's someone who's very sexually repressed, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's never had sex before. He doesn't really. He's never really been brought up to know what that subject is or what sexual feelings are and love and all that sort of stuff. At the same time, because he's been trapped in an ultimate future world for 50 years and, you know, he's just been fighting. He's been born and bred as a warrior. I mean, it's, I, I can't, again, I can't understand what Gendy's going for. I mean, he, you know, two characters from two similar backgrounds falling in love and all that shit, but. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just kind of seems weird. I mean, I, I kind of understand my, my biggest gripe with it is like, yeah, she's going to die at this point. I mean, she's going to be dead at the end of the, 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 the. Guarantee Aku's gonna kill her at some point, and and Jack's gonna you know lose his shit and and make a mistake that's gonna give Aku the upper hand to, towards the end of the uh, next episode. I had this very very weird idea how how they could end off the show. It's like literally he goes he does go back to the past. He kills Aku, and basically everything goes back to normal. The timeline go back to normal, and then they fast forward it to the far future again when it's all like peace and civilized and everything like that. And, how cool would it be, like, uh, Ashley is maybe as a little girl, maybe as a, or a grown adult, walking through, like, the museum or something like that, and maybe a curator or something like that, basically points out a scroll or something like that, and basically has some, like, Jack as a illustrating, fighting Aku, this demon, and, and it was, it, all it is now is just a folktale lore that was told century ago, and people read about it now, you know? Honestly, I thought, like, because here's me looking way into it. My theory was, I I I thought that I I mean to me I thought that Jack was gonna kill Aku, but but he would still not find a way home, and yeah. he would and by killing Aku, his magic no longer works on him, so he starts to age, you know, normally. Yeah, and then we see him, you know, with the full beard, and 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 while I mean with Aku dead, he takes up being like king. Cause, cause, oh god, I'm I'm going into this because I want the guardian to do something. <laughs> I want that to to have a fucking ending. God damn it! That episode made me cry. God damn it! And I want a fucking payoff to that. <laughs> oh, oh god, that episode, man. Gee, oh my god. Yeah. I mean. Because Gendy wouldn't like you bought you bought back you brought back fucking Demangel, but you're not gonna bring back the Guardian. Come on, it is gonna be interesting. It is go- whatever's gonna happen at the end. I think people are gonna be satisfied, but not fully. That, that's my personal opinion about it. I mean, but it- like, like here's the thing. I mean, I, I've listened to Gendy in interviews. He said like you know it was always hard for him to write an ending, and he said like he always said that. His ending was gonna make people cry, but I doubt it's gonna be tears of joy. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I mean, I maybe I, I think Ashley's gonna die. I think that's what he might be referring to. Who knows? But I think that. I mean, if we want people to cry, just kill off the Scotsman again as a ghost. <laughs> Basically, you kill him a second time, he doesn't come back. You're like, no, you killed him again. I just, you know? I just hope that there's some sort of payoff to that as well, because I think you know, I, I, because again, Gendy wouldn't be introducing all these different, different things into these episodes without them having some sort of payoff, because 
There has to be a payoff to this because he wouldn't he wouldn't waste an entire episode reintroducing the archers if he didn't have a plan for them towards the end. He wouldn't. Again, I think they're all going to turn up in that final conflict with and and help Jack beat Aku. They have to because if if he if yeah. he if it doesn't, then it's going to be fucking stupid. I think it is going to be that. I think Cause, it's cause going. That's the, the whole. The, that's the whole point of the. That was. That was the entire point of the series, man. It's like every time Jack goes up against Saku, he ends up failing because he goes up against him alone. So I would assume yeah. that that they would finally, Jack would finally say, you know what, maybe I do need help with this and, you know, have all his friends come together and help him out in one final battle against Saku's forces. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. I mean, it should fucking happen, but I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I... I, I... I, I I think at this point in time we just have to wait until episode eight and see what happens in that, and then we get a clearer picture on the final two, final two episodes. Uh, we'll just have to wait until episode nine because we are only two episodes away, man. Oh, jeez, two episodes. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. nine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think whatever happens in nine is going to give us a clearer picture of what's going to happen in the final episode. Yeah, and and I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm calling it right now. Ash is going to die. It's obvious they wouldn't, again, Gendy wouldn't have her be romantically involved with Samurai Jack. He wouldn't develop her character if he wouldn't, if he, if, you know, if he didn't want her death to have, uh, if he didn't want her death to be meaningful. Yeah, I've, I I think she's won over most of the haters. Again, there was, was going to be people that not like her, but again, I think, if, I think she won over most, most of her critics as a character. I mean, I've seen worse. I I, oh, I I think I think her character arc is still dodgy, but again, my pro. I mean, here's the thing. Here's my biggest gripe with this entire season. First three episodes, amazing. Yeah. But then everything after that has just been, uh, you know. Yeah. It just ha- it hadn't lived up to 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 how good the first three episodes were because the first three episodes were just brilliant. They were perfect. They were flawless and. And everything that came after that has just been kind of weird. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's my biggest problem with season five as a whole. But does it ruin the experience for me? It's too. It's still too early to tell. Because again, we only got two more episodes left, and I can't really, I can't come to you with an opinion until until the season ends. And when once the season ends, make no mistake about it, I'm going to come back here and talk about it in full detail. But yeah, you you you, you might. Rant about it, enjoy, or you might rant about it like "fuck you, Candy" or something along those lines. Nah, it's going to be one of the two. It's going to be one of the two with you. I know that. Nah, much. nah, I respect Candy too much to to to, to go. No, <laughs> no, no, you won't. You won't say that. You'd be more along the lines of um, be like, "Candy, why, why, man, why?" <laughs> for, for fuck's sake, man! I watched the Hotel Transylvania movies, and I'm like, you know what, Gendy? I mean, this is not my cup of tea, but you know, at least you got paid. Yeah, I, I, can, I can imagine it be be like with, with you, it'd be like that ending of Planet of the Apes with, with the Statue of Liberty, but instead it'd just be Jack Chandler Jack there instead. <laughs> you, were, you blew it up! Damn you! Damn you! What the hell? <laughs> Funniest thing about that, it's the most quoted, it's the most quoted, uh, quote from that movie, and it's a fucking spoiler, cause that's the ending! <laughs> I know! It's amazing! <laughs> it's amazing! Yeah. But, no, I mean, I'm just gonna wait and see what happens, and, but, so far, I mean, episode 7 and 8 are probably the weakest, episode 8 is easily the weakest episode in the entire season, hands down. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, I mean, that's it. <laughs> I got nothing else to say. Unless you got okay. something else to say before we before we wrap up. You know, go ahead. Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Oh, <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> Goddamn stupid sexy Flanders. <laughs> and with that, um, thank you for listening, and we'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye.